Welcome to This Week in Engineering. I'm Jim Anderton, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On today's episode, Zero Emissions Mining Goes Electric and GE Becomes Three. Today's episode is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on engineering.com TV today. With major nations worldwide now planning to end fossil fuel use by 2050, we see an explosion in electrification of passenger cars, trucks, and now even airplanes. But those industries aren't the only ones powered by fossil fuel. The mining industry, well, they're major users of diesel-powered equipment, and coincidentally, the demand for critical minerals like lithium and graphite for the expected increase in global battery demand means a lot more equipment in the field. Now, mining appears to be following the electrification trend, as Canadian graphite miner Nouveau Monde Graphite Incorporated and Peoria, Illinois-based Caterpillar have inked a deal for Caterpillar to develop, test, and produce CAT zero-emission machines for Nouveau Monde's Matawini Graphite Mine in Quebec. Both companies expect that Caterpillar will be the exclusive supplier of an all-electric mining fleet for the graphite operation by 2028. Nouveau Monde's Quebec mining operation enjoys a unique advantage in the switch from fossil fuel mining equipment, and that's access to low-cost, readily available hydroelectric power close by. Globally, mining is surprisingly CO2-intensive, generating from 4-7% to of global greenhouse gas emissions. Of course, engines are only one source of emissions in mining, and global mining engineering services provider F.L. Smith has launched a program called Mission Zero with the goal of eliminating CO2 emissions entirely from mining operations. The company has developed process workflows for all aspects of mining operations, including ore refining and tailings management, with a very ambitious goal of creating truly carbon-free mining and cement making by 2030. Will there be enough batteries and enough readily available electricity to make CO2-free mining viable around the world? Well, that remains to be seen, but with emerging micro-reactor technology generating power in shipping container-sized modules, charging the batteries in those giant earth movers might be possible anywhere in the future. When it comes to iconic engineering companies, they don't get any bigger or more storied than General Electric. Now, founded in 1892, the company can trace its history back to Thomas Edison and was once so ubiquitous that GE manufactured products from light bulbs to kitchen appliances to fuse panels were found in almost every American home. Later, the company expanded to include multiple non-engineering businesses, such as financial services, but in a historic announcement last week, the company has announced that it will split itself into three new companies. The company's healthcare division will be spun off as GE Healthcare, while GE Renewable Energy, GE Power, and GE Digital will be combined into an energy business and also spun off, leaving the core General Electric focused on aviation. It's a dramatic shift for the company, which at one time had divisions involved in everything from the entertainment industry with NBC Universal, nuclear weapons manufacturing, household appliance production, computing, oil field equipment, industrial automation insurance, and even banking. Efforts to reduce diversification at General Electric and bring the company back to its core engineering focus have been going on for decades, with notable operations like GE Plastics and the company's locomotive business as major divestments. Similarly, majority ownership of oilfield equipment manufacturer Baker Hughes was reversed and GE Appliances was sold to Chinese maker Hire. The original Edison-derived innovation, Electric Lamps, eventually became GE Lighting, and that business was sold to Savant Systems in 2020. 
GE divestitures over the last 20 years have included both low-margin, highly competitive consumer goods manufacturing like appliances, and specialized suppliers of technology to mature industries like railroads and oil and gas drilling. With a wide product portfolio, why has GE chosen healthcare, energy, and aviation? While the company naturally cites shareholder value, the three markets have relatively little technology crossover. From a profitability standpoint, however, healthcare is a proven winner. GE's expertise in gas turbine engines for aircraft gives the company considerable almost oligopoly power in new generation large turbofans for airliners, and energy should be ideally placed to capitalize on the shift from fossil fuels. Will three GEs be better than one? Time will tell. Well, that's it for this week's episode of This Week in Engineering. To check out these podcasts as videos, visit engineering.com TV. If you like this show, consider joining engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow the topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. Thanks for tuning in.